Okay. So, I'm uh, doing this for myself, really. But actually, I remember a few years ago when me and Lillian were together and we were in New Orleans, uh, Gail had called. Gail, her brother, Gail Hillman, had called and said that, um, asked me questions about what I had once said about the Neanderthals and how they came about and uh, and how they didn't just simply fall off the face of the earth but actually uh, transform into the whites we know today. Okay, so we uh, you got to use not your imagination because I mean this is some real shit. Uh, you got to imagine the state of the earth, how the landmass formed and every 20-something thousand years old, maybe more, they come together. You could see, just like a jigsaw puzzle, all the land, they call it Pangea, excuse me, Pangea or something. But man, you know, they like to tell us about carbon dating and all this other shit. And they only use it as a tool to justify their existence their total long lineage on the face of the earth. Now, uh, man's, man's old. Man's been on this earth for fucking hundreds of thousands, if not millions of years, coexisting in nature, with nature. Man always was wanderers. I mean, never built anything to stay stable. Man wandered the face of the earth. Uh, as these land mass moved, did man know? Yeah, they didn't know at the time they were moving, but knew they were disrupted, volcanoes and different things. And uh, over time, man migrated over the whole thing. Uh, and as these land masses separated, man who had migrated up north and were caught on those land, got caught behind. Um, these mountains, Caucasus mountain cash, uh, Caucasus mountains up in north, cold, fucking cold. And I mean, as the land moved more north, it became more um, colder, colder, and landlocked. People who were migrated up there were locked in, pretty much locked in and had, uh, as they got colder and colder in their existence, became more and more rougher, their uh, body began to transform for a couple of reasons. Uh, lack of sunlight, vitamin D. Uh, also lack of uh, iodine. And, you know, iodine, well, lack of vitamin D actually gonna do a lot of things to the body. And the body became stumpy because of the weather. And it was only to deal with the weather. Their skin became pale. Now, humans on the face of the earth were dark. Uh, many shades of dark. But there were no whites. But the thing is, once they got up there to the um, north, locked in that land, they, became to, they began to transform into... A beastly state and that was the Neanderthal <coughs> excuse me now 
uh, again, you know, you got to take and imagine these people up here in this clouded place, no sunlight, um, a lot of cold, um, and as, you know, they didn't have the vegetation, they weren't near water, like per se, or ocean or anything, where it was iodine plentiful. Now, iodine, you got to realize, humans have iodine in them naturally because they were, uh, they more or less evolved around the oceans, uh, eating off the ocean, anything near the ocean was plentiful with iodine. Iodine is known to be an element that promotes intellect. And this is something man been having throughout man's time on earth. Uh, this intellect. Now, they say man wore, they, they want to call it prehistoric, like it was something bad, but it wasn't prehistoric because there is a history, a marked history on the face of the earth. Uh, in all the writings on stones and different things uh, because they wasn't tearing up trees uh, and different things to use. It was always something that was re reusable like the uh, the papyrus paper, the rice papers, the uh, the reeds paper. They used all kind of things to make paper. They didn't cut it out on the fucking tree. <clears throat> but as they evolved up there, became more beastly. Uh, they became a distinct, separate part of the human chain. There was, they were your children. They were like our children. They transformed. They went from being us to being something different, more beastly, more savage. Uh, they lived in shit, lived in caves. Uh, they used the hides of animals for clothing, which is nothing wrong, but they were hardly ever clean because what they did, they lived in those caves, shit in those caves, pissed in those caves, ate in those caves, and they became disease-ridden because of their habits and what they were forced to do inside those caves. Uh, they became less than a man. So, as uh, Earth migrating, I mean, the Earth separating back and forth boom 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 and as uh the ice age so they want to tell you 10,000 years ago <clears throat> the Neanderthal dropped off the face of the earth where 10,000 years ago the last ice age was which allowed the Neanderthal to come from behind that curtain now you can see the evidence of we had where the Neanderthal actually resided some of these things are even actually after the Ice Age. But when the Ice Age did happen, it ended uh, enough to allow these creatures to come down and man to go up into these cold climates as searches man wander around and did. They clashed into each other and they, uh, there wasn't a war, but it was uh, a battle going on between them because uh, First you got the savage and first you got the humans on this side and you know the savages you know they use their rocks and stones and sticks and where the the humans use didn't they knew they were marked some type of humanoid so they didn't uh, just uh, out and out kill them unless they came at them like they did. 
uh, came at him with fierceness and uh, these tendencies beast them. But they wore battles and soon after uh, the Ice Age, they began to, those that did come now, began to calm down with the savagery, the savagery, uh, the beastly, the attitude, the uh, wildness, uh, the untameness. Uh, and they began to settle down because they had access to iodine. And this didn't just happen overnight. It to happen over, you know, time, a few years, a hundred years. And maybe after a hundred years or so, the Neanderthals were pretty much all gone. Anyone that remained up in the highlands or in the ice age, they hunted them down and killed them, most likely. Uh, but the other Neanderthals that came down and who had started the transformation or evolving into a more human-like creature um, had access to iodine. Uh, and because they began to temper their uh, 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 savagery, they were taken in and, you know, eventually became part of a society, a society that they laid over folk and ran. And, and it wasn't when you think it was, because if you look at the Romans and everything, they gave you the wrong picture of the Roman. If you look at the times in the Mediterranean when a lot of shit was supposed to be popping off, most of those people were passe blondes. And what I mean, passe blonde was, uh, uh, there was the, take New Orleans. And New Orleans had all these ranges of different fucking color people. That's what the Mediterranean looked like. You know, looked like New Orleans in the 18 fucking hundreds. And, and, and that was for years and years and hundreds of fucking thousand years. When did this shit get painted white? Somewhere near Jesus Christ birth, maybe about a thousand years before, but 10,000 years ago, the Neanderthals did not fall off the face of the earth. 10,000 years ago, they began to migrate out of the cold climates and begin to saturate themselves after being allowed uh, inside the human society and become part of it. Now, of course, those ones in the mountain had to be killed because they didn't have access to the iodine and they didn't change at all. And, and probably it was the white ones who changed when it killed them because, oh, well, let's get rid of them motherfuckers. We can't leave no kind of evidence. So with that said, we got to look at the iodine um, and look at DNA. That's what we need to fucking examine, DNA. Because they like to throw DNA out there and tell you what's connected by DNA. Now, DNA will show that whites have Neanderthal DNA in them. That's right. Check. I have no. I have no reason to lie. I've read most shit, and I'm telling you, <laughs> that was something I ran across. And that is, and a lot of this shit is like I said, a puzzle. You got to kind of figure this shit out yourself. Um, with all the stuff they give you, you know, no one really is an authority on it. They say the authorities of these philosophers and, you know, they come up with different things, but we know uh, most of those were racist ideas that they were coming up with to justify a lot of uh, uh, things. And, and now, you know, since the last two, 3,000 years, it's pretty much been uh, 
them running things through this religion. It, it, it doesn't matter what religion we're talking about. We, we talk about a major religion, Judaism, Christianity, and Muslims. Uh, those all evolve from one common religion. So, uh, when you look at them, it is it, their domination that we're going through now, and this is the religion. They then took everything, all your ancient writings, all ancient writings, and used them. Uh, they take all, um, and they like to tell you that man was useless without, up until, you know, maybe right by t the time of Jesus, but man was fucking very brilliant. Uh, he came up with the stars. I mean, the uh, pyramids that lined up perfectly with the stars in the sky, uh, Orion's belt, three pyramids and the Giza, uh, uh, the Giza Strip. No, is that the Giza? You know what I'm talking about by the Sphinx. But those three pyramids lined up exactly to Orion's belt. Every thousand, so many thousands of years. It's a clock. You know, just like the pyramids down in South America lined up with a, a constellation down there, the AAR clocks. It actually show you how long man been on the face of the earth. But you're taking and you're letting a people say history didn't start until they came out of the caves and became transformed. Now, look at iodine today. Like I uh, just saw this article where they said that iodine is a uh, uh, a mineral that promotes uh, um, intellect, and now see they get they jump in the gun, they jumping on some shit before it come out. Iodine promotes intellect, but. And, and really, that's the reason they're giving you why iodine is in the salt, is in the bread. But iodine is in the salt, the bread, because in the 1800s, they found out that lack of iodine. Well, it was even earlier than that, that the lack of iodine promotes the savagery, beastly, promote violence an unexplained violence and that's was a part of that Neanderthal now this violence you know you got to admit it wasn't blacks practicing and it was actually whites practicing this violence and with their act of slavery and uh, holding men in bondage fucking killing people fucking slaughtering people just with disease so That was a long thing. They didn't care that it was happening when they directed that at uh, uh, people of color, but they cared about it when they started directing that at each other right before slavery ended. And that's when they started implementing the salt with the iodine uh, minerals in it. And soon it was bread and fucking... You really can't get out of anything because because a lot of people went to salt-free diets and all these other things. They stopped eating 
the uh, iodine. Now, you say we've got iodine naturally, so you got to think about uh, what iodine does to a person who actually don't need it or have a sufficient amount of iodine. Now, I uh, coming up, I had no idea I was allergic to iodine. It's just some things I didn't eat. I ate shrimp, but they never caused anything. I didn't eat crabs. I didn't eat crawfish because I just didn't like the fucking way they look. Uh, I didn't like working hard for nothing like that. I mean, you know, I never even tasted them. I never wanted one. But I know, you know, the thing about iodine, it wasn't in a lot of food that we ate back then. I don't think it was in bread. I know it was in the salt because you always see it on a Morton box. This contained iodine. Now, you, the thing about iodine is when some, I knew I had, I ate a crab one day. Actually, was in the military, came home on vacation, ate a crawfish, actually. Decided to eat a crawfish. Ate a couple of them. And I started getting this feeling in my throat. Went to the doctor, found out I was allergic to iodine. Shellfish. Iodine, shellfish. Now, they didn't tell me. The doctors don't even know. I mean, yeah, I guess they did know, but they don't share shit with you that they should. Tell me that I, uh, um, you know, had a sufficient amount of iodine and I should be careful of the seafood I eat. But they say, don't eat shellfish. That's what they tell you. You're allergic to shellfish. Instead of saying you have enough iodine, you shouldn't be consuming any more iodine. But did they even know? So, you know, that... I found out, you know, it was the iodine in the shellfish. That, you know, it's a fucking enzyme they use to make these hard shells, protect them down in the bottom of the water. Okay, cool. Or it's just naturally in them because they are in the sea or in the water in the bottom of it or and collect more there. But I'm not sure what, but I know, you know, it helps with the building of the shell because I can eat fish and not be bothered. But I can't eat some fish that's been are raised in certain waters, like this farm raised. A lot of that shit I just can't eat. Um, so anyway, I'm, I'm, as time going by and I'm just reading and reading and reading different shit, and you know, the real reason I'm reading shit is because I'm trying to put a puzzle together on this racism shit, and where the fuck is it coming from, and why? So I'm narrowing down all these things about the... Uh, how the British, the Dutch, and all of these use different things, different standards to measure uh, blacks' intellect by measuring their head and uh, their feet, their ass, or any motherfucking thing uh, they wanted to just to justify that they were or we were inferior creatures to them. So, boom, that's said and done. We uh, get to the part of the iodine, really, and why they put iodine. So you know why they put iodine in there. Uh, now I'm going to tell you, it is not because of you that iodine is being put into the food. It's actually because of the white race, the descendants of the Neanderthal who actually need it, who actually 
when they fall off the salt-free diet, need uh, uh, that boost of iodine and something else. Uh, intellect, no. Uh, anything they do, they actually, just like anybody else, been trained to do it. So anybody could actually do it. It it, it promotes calmness. <laughs> You know, for one thing, that's the main main thing it does. It promotes calmness. It stops the violence and promote rational thought, or we hope. But rational thought sometimes, you know, is a fucking flip of the coin. And it depends on what they're rationalizing, what their means of getting by that rationalizing of a particular subject. Now... As far as race and the superiority of the race, that's a good rationalization. Saying that iodine is uh, uh, just for promoting more intellect, not for demoting savagery. So, now, what happens to people who constantly take in a mineral that they are sufficient in, in order. I mean, because you know, by byproducts they can't avoid. I mean, it's in fucking everything except for you know maybe some rice. But if it's in that fucking rice mix that you got to put in, add a little water and wait till it's done, it's in there. If it's in rice, rice, balsamic rice, anything you get out of bag that you got to cook yourself, it's not in there. It's in that salt you're adding to that rice. So you just got to watch what you're doing because most of us could tolerate that little bit extra iodine. A lot of us can't. Thyroids. Iodine affects the thyroid. Now, what that said. What's the most people you see affected with thyroid gland problem? Mostly black women. And if it's a white woman, it's a white woman who don't know she black. All you got to do is check her blood, see if she got any uh, Neanderthal DNA. But that's what iodine does. Iodine fucks up people who don't need it. And it helps those who need it. And actually by way of helping those who need it, helping those who are in power stay in power and stay up on top. So did the Neanderthal fall off the face of the earth? Nope. Neanderthal came out, got fucking sunlight and got some fucking iodine in their ass and they started transforming. They became, they lost the stockiness and became taller humans. Uh, a stocky body is only made for cold weather. Look at the Eskimos. You know, look at them. So, you know, you're going to say, well, aren't the Eskimos Neanderthal? I don't think so. You got to look at the Eskimos, look at the color of their fucking skin. You know, uh, yeah, we probably had a couple there that migrated down and became part of uh, the ice crew, ice culture back then that long existed but you know 
thing is. And actually what I think they may have been part of that early exodus or migration up there. And they actually uh, uh, separated itself from them and got away out and lived on that coal, on that ice at the sea where they didn't transform much. But they did transform because there wasn't more sunlight. There was iodine there. But the stockiness of their body goes short because of the cold weather. Your body's going to transform and your child and everything you put out is going to change because all you, all your children are just a clone of you, a part of you that's going to be passed down and keep on transforming the, the fit, the environment. Whoa. Ain't that some fucking philosophizing shit there. But, okay, let me make sure I got everything in here that I wanted to say about the Neanderthal. Yeah, I'm making notes now. All right, in my light. So did I just say, oh, as parents being led by the child, you know, uh, we don't have a history that goes back before uh, um, the Neanderthal. Uh, and, you know, that would show that people move, but evidence show of the occurrence. So I say we don't have a history that goes back to moving, oh, to moving land people. So, so no, we don't have a history that goes back to show us the land move, but we do have evidence that it does move. <laughs> we, we know that it's moving every day. Uh, you know, but the, the question goes to the parents being led by the child, not in the case of a student being replaced by a teacher, but in the sense of ancestry. Whites came from migrating, roaming humans who got stuck behind the curtains or the mountains of the ice and pretty much was landlocked. Uh, lack of sun, seafood, veggies, um, became promoted savagery. They ate meat raw, mostly, if necessary. Uh, and it was actually raw because, I mean, it wasn't. I, I, I believe they did lose fire for a long time. Um, and the living conditions were just fucking horrible, what they lived in. It was totally isolated for hundreds of thousands of years, cold as well. Bodies became trunks. Torsos, um, fire, said about that. And then the Mediterranean, and like uh, what came out of that after their migration from now, from up north, and over thousands of years, they was accepted actually, and they be, was allowed to become part of the society. Uh, and the society had no idea that they was gonna fucking fuck over them eventually. But uh, you got to just look at the Mediterranean, and it is out there. Uh, I was in Seattle. When I was in Seattle, I found an underground bookstore. Oh, God, this place was. Now, if you walk down the hill to the, I can't think of the name of it. Walk down the hill to the fish market. You turn right. Go past the restaurants on the right side. There is a bookstore across from a, a goddamn big busy place. 
But there's a bookstore, a little small bookstore, two stories. I used to find all my books there. I mean, there were so many books there that you would not find anywhere. And another place I got a lot of information from, a lot of reading material um, from, because, you know, you you read it don't mean it's all informational. Uh, I read things, and I tend to take what I need from it and leave the rest alone. Um, so what that was, it was the... Uh, Gutenberg project project Gutenberg now I found shit there some of the oldest shit in history was there I uh, of course I couldn't read it all but I I've got uh the first translations I could get of it and you always got to be careful with those translations you got to be mindful of who translating and uh, just like you know, where they came up translating uh, all this shit in the Bible and, you know, they come up with all these rationalizations to promote and to uh, enforce and to give credit to this Bible as a book of so-called wisdom, godly wisdom. And, you know, they do that with every bit of history. Uh, they have taken history and they flipped it. Um, look, how long ago was Alexander? You know, okay, so let's say, you know, Alexander was, what, 300 years before the birth of Christ, so maybe more, uh, maybe a little less. But the, the thing about it is Alexander actually accumulated hundreds of thousands, if not millions, of books from around the known world at the time and put them in a room. Everything. Now, as he was putting this in, the migrating race from North North who carried disease, first thing that happened was these people were succumbed by disease. Hardly from anybody they saw, but the first person who had contact with them got away and came down. You know, they went off into the people and they ended up with disease. That just wasn't from first contact. That was, I think, a plot that, you know, they knew they was going to get sick and they let them loose and let one or two loose and go to the village ahead of them and they um, make them sick. Two weeks, three weeks later, they come roll in. But history at that time that was being accumulated and put in one place was being destroyed every fucking where else. It was an erasure, erasing of, uh, eraser, yeah, of history. And that's where the manipulation started. Um, somebody had the bright idea of burning that bitch down with all the fucking knowledge. Of course, some did get away, and I'm not talking about the shit in Alexander thing. I'm talking about some of them in the other lands did get away, and I mean that's why they buried a lot of shit in Jerusalem. I mean, in in the mountains in uh, 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 Judea. Not that I'm giving any credit to that, but you know, I'm just saying that they started burying shit the highest thing because they would take so-called sacred documents, so-called historical documents of a people history that fucking went back millenniums. Now, we've got to look at 
some history that was left that they could not take, just couldn't erase. And that's the history that's laid out on the pyramids, on all the fucking ancient walls and stones and buildings. Now, they started manipulating that. Now, first it was them who was able to translate it. They didn't get the fucking people who had been looking at this shit for years and years and years, who had heard hand-me-down uh, uh, hand stories about what this character mean, this what this mean. They didn't talk to these people. They get some white guy <laughs> from Jerusalem or somewhere and philosopher to go over this and linguistic and look at these and start interpreting it. Now, we know most of those interpretations were wrong now, and it was only made to suit actually them, but no one questioned that nowadays. We just look at the pyramids and just say, ah, and not only did they do that, they fucking uh, transformed the faces on some of them. You know, there is, and this is a true story, and I don't know why they try to keep on getting rid of it, that uh, uh, Napoleon, when Napoleon saw the fucking Sphinx, he looked at him and looked at the people. The people weren't so as black as they used to be. But he looked at this shit and he saw the fucking blackness and he was appalled that that, what he was looking at, so majestic, was a history of a black people. That's fucking threw his race theory out of fucking water. Well, we know his race theory was very fucking short-lived. Now, yeah, so the, the history started being changed. Uh, and even here lately, the Oswald Dam in uh, Egypt, I believe that is. It's a fucking perfect place for them, huh? If you want to cover some of the oldest history in the fucking world. Some of the oldest so-called civilian history, civilized history. Because you're, you're looking at these where they're telling you these dynasties was this long and this long. But we're letting people judge it. Who's going to cut it short? Uh... The Egyptian dynasties, you know, the different ones, north, south, you know, the combined of them, go back thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of years. But they get to shortening up, saying, well, this was this long, this was this long, and they even take some fucking rulers out and they actually manipulate the images on it to make them look more suited white. Yep. Colors meant everything in Egypt. They didn't know that at the time. So you can actually look at the colors things wore originally. But who gets to guard the antiquity of the world? Who gets it? Who gets to guard and analyze, theorize, think about, or philosophize about the history of the world? Most only says only 2,000 years old or maybe 3,000, given the fact that 
Moses lived so fucking long. But the thing is, and I don't mean no disrespect, but <laughs> fucking shit is, you're, you're, you're taking a history and you're manipulating and you manipulate it up to the presence and you're taking this present instead of saying the real facts about things. So what? You're fucking the end of thoughts. You evolved now, but that don't give you right or reasons to hide shit and lie about shit and use shit. Because if people say, well, well, damn, you Neanderthal and we doing all this for y'all and the salt and the fucking uh, seafood and the uh, uh, bread and I'm mean, putting all that in there to keep y'all stable, but fucking us up, you know, how's that equal? It goes into that manipulation and superiority. So, I kid you not, all you got to do is read about it. Um, and leave some money for Gutenberg. I ain't left him shit. I ain't never left him shit. But another thing about Gutenberg, you should go there and actually go through them fucking books and get them all because I believe soon they will be gone. But I used to copy off them. Uh, I used to download. I worked for a printing company, Icon Office Solution, copy machines. And I worked on a weekend, and I sat there on a weekend mostly reading Gutenberg projects. So uh, something off Gutenberg. And if it was really interesting, I... Uh, actually uh made copies of it herodotus i copied most of his shit the muse uh egypt revisited oh man this dude was fucking heavy but they don't give him credit because he actually tried to get but i you know look i take what i can from him now this dude herodotus gave a fucking true picture of what egypt was like back in them days and there was a lingering question even back in those days in BC was as to the antiquity of Egypt you know and this dude went up and down the fucking river searching for that history and it's a pretty interesting story uh, but you don't hear that you never <laughs> they don't give you that but they downplay him and they don't give him much credit on doing anything other than exaggerating. Whereas they, uh, Pythagoras, let's take Pythagoras. Pythagoras with the theorem, the mathematics dude, you know, the scientist, the philosopher. Now, Egypt at the time, uh, let's say during his time or even just slightly before because uh, they had that accumulation of all that knowledge there. Egypt was uh, Timbuktu. You know, Timbuktu wasn't actually fucking uh, just some far off place. Timbuktu was fucking, uh, was the university city in uh, uh, Africa. A whole lot of fucking uh, universities there. And, and Egypt was the same way. Now, Let's say Pythagorean went over there to study medicine um, as well as the science. He went over, let's say science. Now, when you study science back there, there was no different in the different branches. You studied it all, and it took you fucking years 
excuse my cussing, but it took you years and years and years and years to master this. Now, you know, one thing they want to tell you about the lifespan of people and how short it was, but, you know, you didn't put that kind of effort in shit if there was a lot short lifespan. So let's forget about the short lifespan. They was able to do it. So, but Pythagorean, uh, uh went over there and he actually, um, and, you know, they're going to say, oh, he's pronouncing his name wrong, but fuck y'all, uh, went over there to study uh, mathematics. Astronomy, different thing. And instead of him staying for the full course, he left just like Hippocrates. You know, the name, the oath after. This dude went over there to study medicine, came back, thought he had enough, and came back and started doing fucking medicine. But not detail. He didn't know all medicine. He only knew a little part that he wanted and got the fuck on up and went back to Egypt, became a doctor, a learned doctor there. And the chain of learning was actually broken then. Um, they weren't, they were taking what they needed to go back and present it to a people who had no idea what they were talking about and using it and showing them how to use it and getting praise and worship because of it. So thing is, they actually took what was already established, knowledgeable, and they flipped it and they used it for their own um, purpose and actually more, more than not anything to uh, dominate. And that was the Roman way. Uh, that was the ancient Greek way. Um, that was uh, the Mesopotamians and everybody who came before and after them. That was their ways of dominating and controlling things, but then they found a new way of doing it once they found all that knowledge because they just did, that was just something they didn't have, the knowledge to actually keep the world in a stable place and it hasn't been since. But anyway, uh, I'm getting off a little bit, but the Neanderthal South, Neanderthal iodine DNA. Look at them. You got it right there in front of you. Later, y'all. Something you want to say, dog? Okay. Mm -hmm.